the question is, we've done set one. Do you feel more in love with me, Liam? Perfect non-monogamous day, jumping on a plane, flying to another city, nice like stroll around. Like I like walking and talking. I was still trying to impress you. And so <laughs> something so embarrassing like that, it was brutal. My name is Abby and I'm the voice behind the Evolving Love Project. In this podcast, my husband and I deep dive into the topics of non-monogamy and polyamory, drawing from our experiences of being consensually non-monogamous for almost a decade. My name is Liam. Whether you're monogamous, polyamorous, curious or anything in between, we invite you to join us for this conversation. Let's begin. So on today's episode, we are going to be discussing the 36 questions that lead to love. Uh, which is actually from a New York Times article that was published in 2015. Um, And it's based on a study by the psychologist Arthur Aaron, who essentially found 36 questions that when couples ask these questions to each other, apparently it makes them fall in love with each other. Uh Uh-oh. I know. Well, I'm already in love with you, so how's that going to work for us? We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll fall even more deeply and madly in love Thanks to the New York Times. Well, I like to think that there's always something uh, new to learn about each other. So I'm very excited about this. But also I do want to say you were on a date a while ago and Mm. your date did a, she suggested a similar thing. I think you were at a restaurant and she had a, organize like a question game or something for the two of you, which is a very sweet date idea. It was a very sweet date idea. And it was at this beautiful bar in Canberra and kind of very early on in the date she hadn't she'd mentioned in the lead up to the date oh I have a fun game to play with you mm-hmm. on the date and I thought oh this is this is exciting and uh yeah when we when we got into the date very early on she said uh okay I've got a game and it's all based around questions <laughs> and I I've never this is the first time this has ever happened on a date and initially I must admit I was like oh okay that's a that's a different kind of vibe but then I just it was so much fun and mm. I got into it so immediately and it was such a great way to get to know someone. I was like, ah, oh, this is incredible. And it reminded me because this had been out for ages and lots of people have talked about these 36 questions um, before. And I thought, ah, oh, okay, well, maybe, maybe this is something that could be fun to do with Abby. So why not do it? on the podcast. <laughs> Look, another benefit from dating people, we get some cool ideas for ourselves. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So when you were on this date, can I just bring it back? Mm. Did she have, were the questions like on her phone or was it like a card? Did she have like cards? You, and I can say the place. Were you like sitting in Bar Rockford and she like brings out this like card game for you to play or are they, she's like on the phone? Well, she'd set up a projector screen. <laughs> And she was projecting the questions onto the wall. No, she, uh, so, so well, I, I should explain more of what the game was because the game was different to the 36 questions. Oh, okay. Um, so the game was we were allowed to ask each other any question at all. Wow. Which just is, anything. Just anything. Now, it sounds pretty daunting, but it gets pretty, and obviously you're on a date, and this was our first kind of like proper date. So I felt that. Um, you know, th- there's obviously a leaning, like the, the questions are fun, but, but eventually if you're doing this enough, you start to ask some really interesting questions, mm. um, you know, about relationship histories and what you're into and what you're not into. And it's just this amazing way to get to know someone very quickly. And also 
figure out a roadmap to potential date and dating success, mm. which was which was really fun. And it made me think when I was doing it with her, we've actually talked about, I don't know if you remember this, but we've actually talked about the 36 questions that lead to love. And you've told me before that uh, I'm not allowed to do this game <laughs> with any other women. When did I say that? Do you remember saying that? You- Oh, look, that is definitely something that I would have said for sure. I think it, it would have been... Was I premenstrual? Quite, yeah, looping back to our last, uh, one of our previous episodes on PMS. Uh, I don't remember if you were premenstrual, but I, I do remember thinking, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> because apparently the apparently these New York Times questions, if you if you do it, you will fall in love with someone, which seems... That's a little bit like... Isn't that a bit presumptuous? It is a bit presumptuous. So well, they're not they- saying they're not guaranteeing you'll fall in love, but they're <laughs> saying that this will make you fall more into someone. Look, I understand that. Getting to know somebody, you need to have some you need to get into it. You mm. can't be you can't be falling in love with anybody who you're having boring surface chat with. Exactly. You need to go deeper. You've got all to go right. deeper. I'm curious. Okay, so with all that preamble out of the way, are we doing them in order? Okay, so so the way the the way this this uh, these kind of questions work is that there's three different sets. Hang now, on, Liam. No, I know, I know. We're not having a 33 hour podcast. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do set one. What happens to people listening to 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 us? Are they going to fall in love with us if they listen to our answers? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about this. Have we? Are we giving everyone the cheat codes? Too? I I think maybe we're giving everything away. Maybe we'll just answer a few. I, well, the, conversation prompts. We need okay. to keep some of this for ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's let's introduce the rule. Let's introduce the rule that we can veto a question. Okay, we can veto a question, but yeah. also knowing that we are having this conversation and there will be an audience, are we going to change what we say? Mm. Because, of course, there's certain things that I would only share with you that I wouldn't share with everybody. Okay, so that is a very valid point and it's a very legitimate concern. Like how authentic can we be? Well, we shall leave that out to the <laughs> to the audience to decide whether oh. they can whether they can uh, detect any any dodgy behaviour. Yeah, cool. And then, um, yeah, it kind of becomes one of those games where it's like, are we telling the truth or not? Mm. Okay, so this is a multi layered <laughs> this is a multi layered podcast experiment. Okay, I like the idea of vetoing questions. Okay, but I. Yeah, I'm I'm down for the veto, but I must say that the the sets kind of increase in intensity. Oh, so in set three, it gets pretty intense, and I think those are the questions that I don't think we'd we'd basically veto every every answer. Okay. But the the set one, there's some great questions. Let's keep it light. It's going to keep it light. Keep it light. And we can also maybe put a non-monogamous twist on some Ooh, of the questions. Love it. But we'll we'll get to that when they come. So Through the, the non-monogamous lens. Okay. So the first, and we'll, you know, who knows? The first set has 12 questions. Okay. We might, Getting we, nervous. We, we, we My heart's only, starting to beat. I know. Well, I'm, I'm trying to build the anticipation. <gasps> oh, gosh. Do you feel do you feel the anticipation? Yeah, my building? heart is like actually beating right now. I'm nervous because I've never looked at the questions. I know. So all I've said is you you're not allowed to do this with <laughs> other people. <laughs> it's clearly problematic on my end. Yeah. Okay. So and I have looked through the questions, which is why I'm not that nervous. Okay. 
um, if that makes you feel any better. Hang on. Are we going to take it in turns to ask each other or are you like running the show? No, I think we should we should both maybe you answer first. Okay. And then I'll give my answer and then for the next question we'll flip it. Okay. Keep, keep us on our toes. All right. Okay. You ready? So this is for me. Okay. So this is going to be for you. Oh, God. Okay. Now, this is a classic party question. Okay. Okay. So we're easing it in. Okay. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? So this is one person as opposed to the common party thing is like, if you can have five people at the dinner table, which is always like, there's too much choice, but this is one person. If you could choose anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Okay. So, well, I'm going to have to answer this question in like what sort of stage or interests I'm, you know, in, hang on. Okay. We're going to, we're going to have dinner tonight. And this person, even if they're somewhere across the other end of the world, they're going to fly in. If they're overseas, they might, Mm -hmm. you know, they might live next door. Who Mm -hmm. knows? We've got great next door neighbors. Okay. But uh, that is, so that's your, that's, that's the prompt. Okay. Well, look, I'm without make, without putting pressure on myself Mm. and having to choose this dinner guest that it's like, you know, the one shot in my life and, you know, reflective of like everything I've ever been the, the most interested in or whatever. I'm going to just go with what my sort of, you know, what I've been getting into recently. What I've been getting into recently is like um, documentaries and books mm. and information on deep space, Ooh. which I just love. Okay. I just like love um, the universe and the expansiveness and black holes and all of the unanswered questions. Um, and so I think I'd like to get um, Brian Cox. Oh, okay. I've also kind of got the hots for him a little bit. I mean, he's a hottie. He's, <laughs> he's definitely a, hot. a hottie. I mean, the way he talks about like universe and the life and like how we're just like stardust and there's like black holes and like all this stuff. Like what a mind. What a guy. So you've doubled up not only a dinner date, but a potential date as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's a smart move, really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is a date totally. that could extend. And then actually, if the date continued to extend, mm-hmm. you could continue to ask, like, imagine the pillow talk afterwards. You could be like, oh, was that like, did that feel extraterrestrial to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. Well, yeah. Well, we'd, we'd have to see what would happen. But I just find him really fascinating and I love like listening to him on podcasts and mm. um, on like videos on YouTube and stuff. So Brian Cox. I know. Lock it in. He's just like really cool. Okay. Let's, let's so, go. Yeah. But now I feel pressure because I'm like maybe like he just came to mind. But I that's think great. that's because I've been, you know, I'm following along with that. And it's like my my late night, you know, in the dead of night when everyone's asleep and I'm just like Googling like the universe stuff. So, mm. yeah. But maybe next month he would not be my answer. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Be. Well, I think exactly. you should definitely have him over for dinner. Because I don't know how much I could contribute to the conversation. Um, it's not really my uh, expertise. Look, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you can't, how, you can't change. 
No, okay. I'm thinking how could we like, what's the like polyamorous spin on like the universe to like get him on the podcast one day, you know? Now I'm like plotting and planning. Well, like, we how are can all we get matter <laughs> and we should just, we're just, we're all just stardust. Just, just clashing into each other. Why not take our pants off? Why and- can't I like mix my stardust with like a few other extra pieces of stardust? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, okay. We'll, we'll work on the pitch. We'll work on the pitch. Okay. Okay. Brian, we're coming for you. Well, Abby is more specifically. Oh, it makes me think about actually a dinner date we had recently. Yeah. With our friend. Oh, yes, yes. A, long, a good. A if you want to keep listening to this conversation, you can sign up for premium access at evolvingloveproject.substack.com. Link will be in the show notes. This is a listener-supported podcast and premium subscribers will receive two extra premium podcasts a month that dive deeper into our own personal experiences and extra goodies. If you want to find out more about my interest in dating Ryan Cox and black holes, navigating language barriers at a sex party and more, you can subscribe at our Substack.